Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 10th of October. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it. Somebody's got to win that money every day. It's true. Somebody on DraftKings is winning the money. They're not a um, fraud. They remain in business. And so um, they are still giving it away. And we won a little bit yesterday. We won a few of these saddies. I didn't even put in the other stuff we won because whatever. It's an okay day. Um, but yeah. You know, I was telling you, I'm flipping a coin on these these main slates from here on out. Cover a lot of cases, you know, I'm going to play four or five lineups with four or five cases. And, yep, Phillies and Arizona paid off, sadly, for my Dodgers. They just look terrible. I can't. The, uh, I don't think they got a chance. Um, yeah, I was going to do pretty well, probably not take down, but up, up at the top if the uh, Oklahoma City guys come back, Jalen Williams, Giddy, Holmgren, that was fun, but preseason stuff, you know, don't have much to say about that. What I do have to say is if you're not playing the Sims, you leave money on the table. This is just like easy free money because, yeah, the it's positive expected value. None of these are even getting close to filling. So I'm going to have some ridiculous number of tickets for all these events coming up that are basically all at like half cost. And so when I lose money, I feel less bad about it because I didn't really pay for it. So, for instance, I got 20 of these NBA tip-offs, 20 for the NHL today, um, 10 for America's race. Oh, nine for that UFC, though. That's another one you guys know I like getting unique, throwing something up, trying to get that, trying to get a new house off the UFC. Because, you know, the UFC will give it to you with some weird, some weird thing will happen. And speaking of, some weird thing will happen and BP will win another millionaire. That's not that weird. It's like the second one this month. Some other sharks up top last night we had. Yeah, this is more for the football video, I guess. I'll, I'll leave it for the football video to talk about uniqueness and all that. Um, and instead, because we do have a few different slates to talk about today. We have two different showdowns and the main slate. They're starting to really take the attention away from the main slate. So my attention is also going to go away from the main slate on these videos. And then we give you a little bit more attention to the showdowns where they're now putting like money up top. So when they're putting like $10,000, $20,000, Fine, I'll, I'll get my beak wet there. Today at Target Field, we have a little lower chance of home runs and runs than you're used to during the during the season. Even during the middle of the day, wind, coolness, um, lack of humidity, all all those things are what's showing up here. So, um, yeah, I nerfed that game, four point six. So this is ten percent. I, I docked ten percent runs because then I and, and still hundred percent stacking Houston. Well, I don't think I'm going to do that. That was kind of of the point is I didn't want to 100% stack Houston. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. I'm only playing four lineups. So even though yeah, I should probably tell you who's in the pool, if you're running more lineups, you can put Sonny Gray in the pool. I just like Dean Kramer better than Sonny Gray and he's cheaper. So for me, it's a cross off for Sonny. Um, and I'm going to play Evaldi, Javier and Kramer. And yeah, that's probably why 100% Houston stacks, even in the weather was because I crossed off Sonny, but still, I, I don't know. I think Houston could still eat one out, one nothing or something. Javier is the part I'm more confident in, because if you watch the show, this is the one thing we still are hanging on to. Uh, Statistics-wise, Minnesota is really bad at striking out, so like we can still use that to our advantage and um, still target Javier a little bit on the slate, a little bit, 75%. That's okay. Dean Kramer, 100%. No, thanks. I go 50% Dean Kramer be okay, or is that going to be too restrictive and I have to change it? 
Yeah, the math doesn't quite work out there. 125, so then the other guy would have to be 75. Well, I'll figure out how I... Oh, one thing, one way I could switch that, sometimes this fixes it, is to just say five uniques. That didn't fix it. Oh, this is my Sims alarm. Hold on one second. I got to check and see if there's any overlay. You guys, I assume, also are setting these alarms and then resetting them for a two-hour timer to double-check and just to see what sort of value is available in the Sims. Here, I will give you an overview as I do it live. Sadly, this will not be available to you on the stream right now. Granted, it's for next spring for the first NASCAR race, but at least a 2x overlay, yeah, that's okay. I've got a lot of tickets for that right now. For Thursday, not overlay, eh, not exciting. I'll get that with overlay later today. Could do UFC, mm, I got enough of that probably for that level of overlay. Yeah, pitch and putts, eh. I'll get that better later today. It's it's close to 100% overlay, but I just know that the, I'm going to get a better rate at that. Um, yeah, just seeing if there's any good NFL stuff, if the UFC stuff's way too cheap. Nope, all decent prices. Okay, well, sometimes you can't hop on value because there ain't value. Um. Okay, so let's see. Yeah, this is fine. Okay, so Javier, Kramer, and Ivaldi. Those are my horses. Those are my horses. If you want to ride some Sunny Gray out there, if you got a place in your heart for Sunny Gray, fine. I don't have a place in my heart for Sunny Gray. Except for the showdown slate, because I think I saw him being ridiculously underowned on the showdown slate. Um, was he even one of the pitchers listed? Wait, what? Hold on. Why is, why is Sunny Gray, Minnesota and Houston? Baltimore, Texas. What day is this? The 10th. What's going on with that? Why is Baltimore and Texas on this? Hold on. One of these things is wrong. Oh, the two of the same thing open? The 10th and the 8th, I do. Okay, so I have the 8th 1 o'clock game open, and I need to open today's 1 o'clock game is the Houston and Minnesota game. Okay. That's where my Sunny Gray, I knew I was going to be on Sunny Gray somewhere. And this is where I'm on Sunny Gray. So you can live see how I'm going to do this with the Minnesota game. Uh, having prepped two versions of the same game with different pitchers, probably should have been a clue. Uh, but okay, so you, you get the pitchers in your pool and then you sort by, boop, 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 boop. that explains why. I was like, why do we have starters for this game already? It's been a long time. Oh, well, guess it's the playoffs. Okay, Royce Lewis, 16% leverage, not that, that's fine. People, I guess, don't want to click him because he had that big game recently and they think it's recency bias. Yeah, Ener Diaz, 17 minus 3. You can do it. It's getting close. Polanco, 13% as well. I'll do, yeah. I think on this slate, I'll go with the Houston guys because, yeah, I already got Royce up there and... um yeah, the Houston guys, I don't know. You already heard me not liking Sunny Gray that much. Actually, yeah, speaking of, this is the place I did the, um, right, this was the, we had a, yeah, minus 10% on this stadium. So let me give a minus 10% on this stadium. Bum, bum, bum. I think they lowered these already. That's weird. These are, these lines are moving like while I'm doing the show. It's going to make it tough to do this show. I had prepped this like, 30 minutes ago when these lines 
Oh, right, right. So some of these lines, hold on. This is the 10th. Look at these lines. The expected runs is, okay. Somebody's playing with me. Somebody's playing with me here at Sabre Sim. 845, 901. What happened? When was this updated? 845. Somebody's messing with me with these, these expected team totals. I don't know what to do or which one's right. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. They're now consistent across games. So that means Minnesota 4.4 minus 4 and Denver 3.9 minus 0.39, which is 3.5. So what just happened there? There's like a wild shift in – that's like – I don't know. I've never seen a – a line swing that much in 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Like whatever just happened there has thrown me completely off for this Houston, Minnesota game. Did somebody, did we get news? What just happened there? We got twin starters. Is that really it? Something went nuts just now. I, I Houston got like a minus um, half a run on their implied team total. And uh, Minnesota stayed the same. Did Minnesota become favorites in this game? That can't be right. Uh, betting odds, Minnesota, Houston. S no, um, yeah, okay, huh. Hey, Leon, what's up? All right, bud, Mono will get it for you. I'll be there in a sec. So, yeah, what? The Twins are favored in this game? Well, I would bet on the Astros, but besides that, why are the, why are the Twins win? Has this been line movement? MLB. I mean, I don't really care that much about line movement, but, like, what's going on? What, I, this is – I'm – I don't know what's happening with this game. It's the same. Okay, so they're, they're not seeing a change. People really just think that – they're going to win this game? I guess it's because they're at home? Uh, okay, well, I guess that's my angle. I don't think they're going to win this game, so that's my whole angle for the slate. I am befuzzled at the odds. I think that, obviously, they have a worse pitcher on the mound and worse hitters in the lineup. Don't get it. Don't see how it adds up. Um, also, I, I, the projections seem to have changed just recently, so don't know what I'm going to do yet with that. But my captains, all right, my captains will remain more or less unchanged, so I'll tell you my captains. For the showdown, Javier um, and Gray obviously are in play, but then Luis Diaz and Altuve, you saw them getting in the in the mix. Uh, besides that, I think there's one or two relief pitchers to make the bill. Yeah, I only go with the ones that project above two points. It means they're going to get in a little, a good amount, um, and don't don't cost a bunch. So, oh, a few of them. Wow, what? Really? Okay, so a lot. I guess we're projecting this to be mostly a bullpen game then. I'm seeing Duran, Abreu, Thielbar, Montero, Neres, Jax, Maton, Brock Stewart. It's a lot of people projected for over two points, but I mean, if it sticks, it sticks. So my approach, I mean, I guess it could be more selective, right? I mean, if we got that many people projected for more than two points, can I go to more than three, 2.5? No, they're all in the same region. We just don't know who it's going to be. Look at these ownerships, too. You guys are sharp, huh? Hmm. Okay. Um, so what I wanted to have less than three dupes in 5,500, I think, for this one. 
and the 49,000, 47,500. Make me, don't remember how many I'm doing for the showdown. Four, I'll do 20 for, for the sake of argument. Okay, so now that we have this showdown going, I will show you the late showdown, which I did prep correctly for the correct day. Because I know what day it is, and I totally paid attention to what the pitchers were. So Dean Kramer is my general play of the day on this. I like him. I like the way he's pitched. Obviously, he could get shelled. Um, 80%. Yeah, no thanks. I am going to play. It's a nice setup for the night nighttime showdown, so I'm going to play a few more of those, but I'm not going to play 80% Dean Kramer. But, wow, 3.5% mm, in captain? Suspect, suspicious. Don't really think he's going to be that low. He is the starting pitcher. Granted, it'll be a short lease, short-ish lease. He's, he's solid. He's like, there was this game two or three. I guess they're thinking it might be more of a bullpen game. That's fine. Yeah, we just saw it. They're thinking it's going to be more of a bullpen game. So, no, no, right. That was the Minnesota. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out where I cap this. I think I cap it around 35%. That's what I'm, I'm leaning. Just to get 10x the field is an, an aggressive stance. It's a very aggressive stance. And, like, I don't need to be that much more aggressive. Evaldi, where I'm at. I'm at, like, nine times three, nine times four. Yeah, that's fine. Well, we'll get into the other guys, too. Ah, mixing them in. Yeah, I like Evan Carter, too. Like, he's just, if it's somebody we can all agree is massively, massively overpriced and terrible, terrible value, then they might just hit a home run and ruin the slate, right? So I just like making mixing that kind of argument in for, you know, I, I am going to play a 15 lineups for the uh, main, shades, main slate showdown, or main showdown, whatever. There's like a zillion of these guys, too, that are in play down here. Looks like we had a few of them in the pool, but we only are getting to Chapman and Perez. So that's fine. A little sprinkle of any of these guys, any of the relievers to get different is fine. Generally, though, I am finding rather than single ownerships as a way to get different, salary restriction seems to be a much healthier way to get different in terms of just like when we reflect on the sum of all these, you know, uh, top 20s of all the different showdowns. For showdowns, it seems like the pros are using salary restriction because the fish jam salary. I mean, it's just like, it's the one thing you see on the screen. It says you how much salary there is remaining. And if you're smart and you, like, you've been watching some shows and they're all classic shows, guys like me have been telling you, use all your salary because those classic slates are very, very efficient. And there's almost no chance of duping people, right? You just use the right stack or whatever, like today in hockey, I'm not too worried about dupes. I'm just worried about... Please, 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 can my line score some runs? <laughs> score some runs. Yes, I'm ready for a hockey season. You can tell. I don't, goals. <laughs> I don't even really know. remember the word for it. It's been long enough since hockey season. So, okay. But, yeah, our guys. Oh, wow. Yeah. not. So, I guess we're going, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. I was like, wow, we don't have very many of the pitchers. This stance by Saberson makes a lot of sense to me now. Uh, I buffed the pitchers a lot. But we all recognize they're fragile. So, I have them mostly in the captain and not in, in the flex. So assuming one of them gets shelled, being the base case for these lineups to smash in their... Because, um, because yeah, let me say, well, my settings were... I left 500 on the table at least. That's it. Oh, and I had that geometric mean filtering for ownership because this is in that gray area where I expect it to be close to accurate. We're not using all of our salary. There's a few different options. And so, yeah, the options should be weighted by their individual probability. Okay, back to the first game, now that it is finished running. What are we doing in the captain? 
Okay, Jamin, those two guys seems pretty aggressive, so we're not going to do that. Uh, don't need to be 100% Javier, even if I think he's the best play. 90%. So the pool is 40%. The field's 20%, so real aggressive would be 60% captain Javier, but real aggressive slash probably fine. A dart in case Sonny Gray has a career performance. Um, seems fine. Royce Lewis. Oh, yeah. Okay. Going to Altuve, going to Yiner Diaz. Okay. As the, the preferred options over going to Royce Lewis. Sure. Don't really don't really care that much about that call, but okay. Those those I don't know if I even have mentioned it yet. My calls for the captain for this slate were, were yeah, you guys saw me do that live, I think. Um generally though, I just don't want if I get a home run, I want it to really matter. Wow. Bregman at one percent. Did I see that right? I must that might stuff shifting, guys. I I couldn't have had that be at one percent earlier. I don't think I would have passed up 1% Bregman in the two-hole. Yeah, I'll pop him in there for later. I think Bregman's a reasonable captain choice, too. It's not on the regular home run argument. It's it's on the look, looking at ownership argument. So part of the process really needs to be not just... Um, yeah, I was talking this over with Petty Theft, and I don't think he's doing a character on Twitter, guys. I think he really is like thinking he needs to eat a little bit of crow about A-Chain, A-Chan, whatever. And we'll never know because A-Chan's heard now. So we get many, many weeks of Ahmed Mostert talk now. But it's not just good or bad chalk. And in particular, chalk is probably decent. That's the main thing, right? That's the reason it's good drama to talk about if it's good or bad, because most of the time it's not. Most of the time, the field's there for a reason, right? It's like people in general are, are normally distributed about stuff. So let's assume the chalk hitting is about normally distributed. We need to get in a frame of mind where we don't think of other people as sheep. We we recognize there is a thing called the wisdom of crowds. If you haven't heard this, like wisdom of crowds thing, it's a real thing. And it's like if you're at a um a, a carnival or whatever, and there's like a oh, I don't want to see the picture of a guy's book. Are we kidding me? This is a wisdom of the crowd. Why would I be why would I be talking about any of these branded things? I'm talking about what in the world? Okay, well, wisdom of crowds is like, okay, like if people at, at a um, carnival are guessing the number of jelly beans in a uh, whatever, in a bin, they individually will just throw numbers out there, right? But collectively, the probability distribution of their guesses does center around the right answer. So by whatever mechanism that is happening, we need to recognize the same thing in sports gambling, right? Like the reason why 30% of people are on a chain last, chat last week is the dude is a, like, like the eye test, you know, like that's a thing. He looks incredible. Like when he, when he's running down the field, actually not when he's running down the field, the part before that, where there's like still unclear what's going to happen when he bursts through that hole. He, that's why him and Brees are over-owned compared to what, what their touches imply, right? Is because what they do with those touches is consistently different. Now, whether or not, obviously that's unsustainable. Like I'm not on the team of like jam, don't go 50% H-hand, but I'm not on team full fade H-hand either. I'm on team, we need to start with the assumption, assumption somebody's decent chalk. And so like last week taking that much talked about case for an example, 
I was calling HN decent chalk and pivot. The pivot was Mostert. And I think that's right. I had like 20% HN, a 10% fade was something I, you know, fine. I think that, you know, he was supposed to be a fade, but when you take a 10% fade on the field, when you, when you kneecap them by half or whatever, it's a big move. You got to be real confident. Like that's already a big fade going all the way to zero on that. I'm not sure that's the right move. I think that's very, very confident. The field's wrong and they are wrong. I mean, like, a lot, but I don't think they're a hundred percent wrong. I think they're like eighty percent wrong, if that makes any sense. Okay, so now that I've talked about how I think you're eighty percent wrong, uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you uh, for watching. We have like a hundred subscribers now. Um, please um, comment, uh, like. Please like. Uh, to, uh, you know, I think disliking is fine too. We do have our first couple of dislikes as of last week. My apologies for whatever that was. Probably lost you a bit or something. But I mean, honestly, like having my first hater here is great. Like that in real life, I've always felt great. Like at one time I was at a Q&A for a movie I released and like this guy came up and was like clear. He'd read all my articles I ever wrote as like a student and like was mad about them still. And was like at the Q&A and I was like, dude, you read everything I ever wrote and, and you're here at my movie release. How could I be more happy? Right. Like having a hater is the best. Um, so we welcome our hater, but we would like to draft him out with actual positive thumbs up and stuff. So, um, yeah, whether you're the hater or not, welcome to the show. And, uh, yeah, glad to have you here. And, uh, I mean, yeah, some of the time my haters are going to win money. That's just how it works in uh, DFS. I'm, I'm happy with that. Y'all are out there entering your lineups. Uh, it's not only going to be me winning money. I'm not going to pretend, you know, that I run pure over here. No, nah, I'm not trying to hate on those guys. I think they're fine. I do think, you know, like I always talk about, stay in a positive mindset while you're making lineups. I don't think I have anything. I think I talked about, you know, Evaldi. Right, I talked about this first. I was in the middle of talking about this other one. You guys know, I've just been on a crazy rant here for like 10 minutes. I should probably just peter it out. I think that's what I was building up towards there. Yeah, I don't really have much more to say. You guys know I'm just going to throw a bunch of darts on the main slate um, the darts are mostly going to be Houston darts and mostly not going to be Minnesota darts, even though that didn't work out for me yesterday. So, I mean, that particular play was yesterday, whenever, two days ago, whenever they last played. Um, but yeah, it's just, you got to go with your gut. That's, um, um, I guess I'll link to the, uh, go with your gut or, uh, listen to your, how to examine your own gut kind of videos and stuff afterwards. But remember, you're good enough. You're strong enough and got started. Somebody's really going to win that money. Could be us.